This is Gordon Vernick with Jazz Insights. Today we're going to continue with the music of this innovative band, Weather Report. Their third record was called Sweet Nighter, was released in early 1973, and marks a departure from the first two albums, which are highly improvisatory and are very loosely structured records, really dealing with mood and texture and very unusual records. The third record... According to Joe Zawinul, he um, purposely stated that he wanted the record to have more structure, and he also wanted the record to have some tracks that were more accessible. In other words, more maybe funk or dance-oriented with um, strong funk backbeats and, and kind of a funky bass line, or we call a hook. The track you're hearing right now, Boogie Woogie Waltz, is probably the most famous and best-known piece from that record. The record also marks um, a change in personnel. Eric Gravatt, who was the drummer on the second record, also plays on this, but they hired another drummer by the name of Herschel Dwellingham. And uh, Miroslav Vitus is used sparingly on this record. Then they brought in another bass player who specialized in electric bass, who was kind of a funk player. His name was Andrew White. Andrew White is also a very fine oboe player and played on the second record. And is also a fabulous tenor player. In fact, he is also one of the foremost experts on the music of John Coltrane. But he's a great funk bassist who played bass with uh, Fifth Dimension. It was a very, very popular band in the late 60s and early 70s. And he brings a whole different dimension to the sound of the group. Zamunul also said that he had a desire to end the, quote, swimming and searching that was characteristic of the first two records and have a record that, again, that was more highly structured and accessible. And this record is it has both highly structured music with that funk backbeat. In fact, a lot of this hip-hop artists have sampled um, Weather Report over the years, starting with this one and, of course, Cucumber Slumber, which is from the Mysterious Traveler record. It was very, very forward-thinking and does foreshadow uh, some of that, those hip-hop grooves that um, are really drum and bass-oriented that come to us from the 90s and, of course, are still um, very, very popular today. They were also looking for more financial security, and this record certainly provided them with greater record sales because of the accessibility of the music. Now, another track on this record called Adios is more of a throwback on the first two records. It's more collectively improvised and very, very ethereal and has that, that typical weather report floating quality to it. So let's listen to a little bit of Joe Zawinul's composition, Adios, from Sweet Nighter. Thank you. 
many of these compositions were written uh, cooperatively, um, very much like the, the Duke Ellington Orchestra of the 1930s and 40s, where maybe Duke would have a, a melody, a kind of a sketch of a song, and someone would contribute another part of the song. So a lot of the music in Ellington's um, songbook was collaboratively written. And that's the case here with many of these songs. According to the interviews, um, the bass player or drummer might come in with a melody, um, Wayne Shorter might contribute another part of the song, and then Joe Zawinul would kind of put the whole thing together in terms of formal structure. So a lot of these pieces evolved either beforehand or in the studio or came from a variety of the different musicians. Also, Joe Zawinul's style of composition was unusual in that he would sit down often um, at home on the piano, just improvise and tape record his improvisations for 10, 20, 50, maybe an hour, and then go back and listen and find little cells of music or motives or chunks that he would like, and then go back and orchestrate and arrange those. The last track we're going to listen to from this wonderful record is Wayne Shorter's Nonstop Home. And Wayne said about this song that he wrote it for his grandmother, and he said that she belonged to the Baptist Church, and this was the church's song. So in Wayne Shorter's own way, he's paying homage to the music that he heard as a child and to his grandmother with Nonstop Home. And this features Eric Gravatt and Herschel Dwellingham on drums and Andrew White on electric bass. In 1974, Weather Report released the album Mysterious Traveler, and I have to tell you that this is probably my favorite Weather Report record. Each track on this recording is very different, and the music really stems from Joe Zawinul's imagination, more so than the other recordings. Um, he said that many of these tracks really were um, based on his improvisations. Also on this record, studio recording techniques, over-tracking, um, dubbing, really play um, a very, very important role, almost as important as the musicians themselves, the technique of recording. Zawinul also has really expanded his use of synthesizers. And, and you have to remember in the 70s, synthesizers were rather primitive compared to what they can do now. So the ARP 2600 and whatever other um, sophisticated instruments he was playing had to be customized so he could play maybe one or two of them at a time. Um, and it was a lot of work, a lot of technical know-how had to go into his ability to play these sophisticated instruments. We've been listening to Nubian Sundance, which is the opening track on the record. One Another thing that's interesting about this record, he greatly expanded the personnel. He used um, singers. He had uh, a great deal of percussionists. And, of course, the, the overdubbing creates these incredible colors. Nubian Sundance sounds like um, it's a baseball game or some kind of um, sports celebration. Actually, it's a wedding celebration. And the way he uses voices and non-musical instruments is very interesting. Nubian Sundance. Thank you. 
Alan Wool's writing on this record is very symphonic or maybe orchestral in nature. I mean, these are like massive works using quite a few different musicians. Now, speaking of the musicians, there was another change in personnel. This was the last record that Miroslav Vatus played on, and he only played on one track. They brought in another bass player, electric bassist, by the name of Alfonso Johnson, who had been playing with Chuck Mangione, a wonderful bassist in the funk style, could play in the collective improvisational style, but added this really strong bass um, that they needed. And um, different drummers, again, on this one, Ishmael Wilburn and Skip Haddon. Uh, two drummers, so a lot of these tracks you're hearing two drummers, and again, all the percussion. So the two constants in this group are always Zawanul and Wayne Shorter contributing songs, and, and, and the chief architects of the music, actually the chief architect is Joe Zawanul. The next track I'd like to play for you is the title track, Mysterious Travel, which is very interesting. He uses two drummers. One of them is playing a funk backbeat. The other one is playing a swing beat, and it creates this very interesting uh, rhythmic tension that in some ways does sound like a, a modern hip-hop beat. This is Mysterious Traveler. These compositions, written primarily by Joe Zawinul and Wayne Shorter, are very interesting in the way they evolve. They're not traditional songs that jazz players would play where they play 32 bars. They, they evolve and they kind of open like a, like a rose um, or a flower opening up. I mean, it just is very slow. And then they keep changing, and these songs have many different sections, just the way a beautiful flower will open up over a long period of time. You can listen to the first 30 seconds, then skip over another three minutes, and the song sounds completely different. There are many different sections, and where they flow is, is very organic, although a lot of it is done in the studio. And they're able to capture that flow and evolution of the music, even in live performance. Spectacular music from Weather Report. This has been Jazz Insights with Dr. Gordon Vernick. Visit me on the web at gordonvernick.com. Jazz Insights is produced by WMLB AM 1690, the voice of the arts in Atlanta, Georgia.